Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of Cup Talk. Woo. We're here with a couple of our uh, hosts. One of them is out sick today, unfortunately, so he'll probably be on next week's episode just to introduce himself and go through some basics just to get, see how get, can get to know him. Um, but right now we'll just go around and introduce ourselves. Uh, my name is Matthew Gomez. I'm a sociology major with a business admin minor on the pre-medical track. I'm a junior here at Baylor. I'm from Dallas, Texas, and my ethnicity is Mexican-American, and I'm second generation. Hey, everyone. My name is Elizabeth Sa. I am a pre-business um, student with a minor in educational psychology in the honors program. I am a uh, freshman, and I'm from Abbotsford, Canada, and I am Korean-American second generation. What's up, guys? I'm Leslie Vaughn. Um, I'm a political science major, pre-law track, with a minor in criminal justice. I'm also in the BIC and the honors program. I'm a freshman, and I'm from good old Fairfield, Texas, and I'm a proud American. All right, so a little facts about ourselves. I think we'll probably just go one at a time so we can all answer them. Uh, are you introverted or extroverted? Uh, me, personally, I'm usually more of an introvert. But when I get around people that I'm, I'm comfortable with, I do talk more, and I'm more outgoing and things like that. I I really do. If I'm comfortable in a situation, I'm my personality is going to show more than if I'm in a room full of strangers. If that makes any sense, it's like a, I think it's called like an omnivert. Omnivert. Yeah, omnivert. That one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of similar. I'm extroverted. I would say I'm an outgoing introvert. I do get my energy from being alone, but I I am very outgoing. So, I'm an introvert, but once I get around people and I'm comfortable with them, my personality tends to show through, and it can be a very interesting personality. Our second question is, what is something people misunderstand about you the most? Leslie? So, coming from a small town, I don't have a lot of money. So, coming to Baylor was definitely based on my grades and scholarships, for sure. So... A lot of people seem to misunderstand and think that I have money, and I do not. My parents don't make a lot of money. I mean, they make enough to help me and support me through college, but not enough for me to be going out and going out to eat every day and hanging out with friends every day or going to, you know, have fun every day. It costs money. Thanks, Leslie. Okay, I think for me, something people misunderstand me, I think an Asian stereotype that's prevalent in here in Baylor and also in my hometown as well it's just that academics are like the world to us and us Asian Americans and I really solely believe that that is not true I think there's so much more to life than just grades and while being academic while striving for academic success is very um, good as a student I do believe that there are so many other experiences and opportunities to really grow as a character Matthew? I think something people misunderstand about me the most is uh, the challenges and the challenges and like things faced by a first generation college student just because it's not necessarily that we're incapable of learning or like we're slow or anything like that. It's just like speaking for me personally, coming from like uh, a first generation background where my parents barely graduated high school and things like that. I didn't come from like a financially stable background, like Leslie said. So I didn't go to these charter schools and like these private schools that prepare you for college and have SAT courses and things like that. My my high school was more of you turn it in, you get an A just to get you out of high school. 
and like where I'm from, a lot of people don't go to college, so it's it was definitely an experience for me to transition to a big university like Baylor, especially with like the studying and everything, and how how hard the academics are here. Um, it was definitely definitely a struggle my freshman year that I struggle I'm still kind of struggling with today. Um, the biggest thing I'd probably say is just developing that school and life balance that was really a struggle for me and I, I think i finally caught like the gist of it now of how how to split your time evenly where you have a social life still where you're not constantly in the library not getting to experience in a college life but also you're on top of your grades and things like that so it's like i think i finally figured out that balance and that was probably like the biggest challenge i've had next to figuring out how to study solid so our next question is experiences at baylor whether good or bad so, Elizabeth, you want to start us off? Sure. Okay. Baylor Baylor has been pretty awesome so far. I've really enjoyed how many, like, areas there are to just pop in, talk to people, and just the comfortable atmosphere in different um, offices. Shout out to Multicultural Affairs Department. Um, a bad experience, I think it's just the culture shock. I mean, Texas, go big or go home is very much high-spirited and so just adjusting to that it hasn't been bad but it's been an adjustment and but it's been really cool Matthew um being at Baylor for my third year here that sounds crazy to like to say but um I've definitely had some good and bad experiences I've definitely had some experiences where it it comes to uh like the the color of my skin like I have been called homeless on campus a couple times with me and JT for other hosts who's not here at the time. JT! Um, but yeah, it was we were sitting outside of Penland, and they actually asked if we went to this school and if we belonged here and things like that. So it's definitely, like, it's not all sunshines and rainbows, like a lot of people here at Baylor po- like, post about it. But there's also been some good things. Like, I've met a welcoming community in the Multicultural Affairs Office. Um, the first-generation community here is great. They're very accepting and very welcoming, no matter what part of, what part of life you come from. Um, definitely some of the experiences that, like, I think about the most, though, are probably just, like, finding your group here at Baylor. Once you find your group here at Baylor, a lot, everything else comes easy, whether that be studying, whether that be social hangouts, things like that. And it was definitely something I struggled with, and I didn't really find until my sophomore year. So it's definitely something that can't be rushed, because I remember, like, at the end of my freshman year thinking, like, I have, like, two friends here. And it's like, I knew a lot of people, but not enough to where I hung out with them outside of class. I had a lot of friends in class, but then once we, like, once the class was over for the semester, I never really talked to them again. And I, I feel like that's a lot of, uh, that's a struggle a lot of people here at Baylor face. They just don't talk about it because it's like, it's it's a pretty common thing to be lonely here at Baylor, especially coming from another town where you don't, like, I came to Baylor not knowing anybody. So it's like, I know there's a lot of freshmen that come here not necessarily knowing anybody they went to high school with. So it's definitely a scary experience, but you'll definitely get through at the end of the day. So mine would have to be the first in line program here at Baylor. Um, It has been so helpful being first generation, like Matthew said, it's very difficult, Um, especially when you decide to be in the big and the honors program and pre-law. It's definitely not easy, Um, but first generation and the first in line community here has been so helpful um I can even just go in there and talk to the program director she's great love her um it's kind of just like a welcoming small community uh you have the big group and you have the small group um small group 
hangouts are great. We all tend to have a lot of fun. Um, also, I would have to say Russian. Learning Russian is definitely not easy, but the professors here are great, especially when like we have like little study sessions at their house on Saturdays with Russian food. It's great. Um, one thing that I would have to say has been bad, though, is so when my all my friends go out and like, like hang out, they tend to go do things that require money, like to go get food um, and being, you know, financially struggling. So I can't really go. So it's been definitely hard to find things to do and to hang out with people just because I don't have enough money to go and do these things with them. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Leslie. So it goes for this podcast. Um, just, just consists of giving a minor the minority students here on Baylor, whether that be your race, your social class, your economic status, things like that, giving them somewhere where they can feel heard. It's just giving the spotlight to minority groups such as like HSA, FSA, things like that, first in line, things where sometimes these minority students don't know the resources are out there for them, especially when it comes to clubs and communities that will accept them for them and things like that. That's really what I, I started this, or that's really what the idea of this podcast was meant for, was to give those minority voices a spot on campus, whether that be interviewing them, whether that be giving them more social exposure, things like that. I really just want to put an emphasis on on those minority groups because it's so easy to get lost in like this Baylor culture especially with, like the bigger organizations like all the um, I think they're IBC fraternities and sororities yeah just I Greek life in general Greek life in general it's really hard to um, especially like the big ones like TKO and things like that but like we don't really talk about like the MPHC and like the Divine Nine and like their garden like they, they specifically have a garden right outside of Mars McLennan that no one knows about and they kind of like it's kind of ignored so I definitely want to talk about things like that, um, whether that be whatever my whatever organization was feels welcome to come on here. We're we're taking applications and things like that. Or if anybody, if if any of y'all want to come on here and talk about your experience at Baylor, we're more than welcome. You're more than welcome to just reach out to us and we'll figure something out. Whether the experience be good or bad. <laughs> yes, good or bad. We don't we don't want to just highlight the good of Baylor. We want to also highlight the internal things that you don't really see see unless you're the one being left out of the ma the majority group. That yeah, makes and just a space for you to be heard and like we're just trying to cultivate that caring community that Baylor that Baylor um says that they are. And so um so I'll just be talking about what our role is. So we're all student facilitators slash interns for um the multicultural affairs department, but specifically leave your mark training. And if you haven't been a part of this training yet, Leave Your Mark is where we, um, as students, we're gonna, we train others on cultural humility and then also the impact of microaggressions. And just being able to be aware of our cultural competency and how we can um, integrate that into our student life, workforce, family life, etc. And so for this podcast, where we um, are just able to give, again, what Matthew said, a voice to those who don't get a chance to speak up as much. Um, not only do we just do the Leave Your Mark training, we also kind of help with, like, events around campus. Like, we do What's Poppin' every Wednesday from 3 to 4, where we serve free popcorn and kind of just play board games and cards and kind of, like, get together as a group, just take a break from studying and everything. Um, free popcorn in the sub. We also help with Multicultural Affairs Office with, like, Hispanic Heritage Month, Black History Month, anything that they're a part of. 
we help out with whenever we're on we're on the clock essentially whether it be what's popping um leave your mark anything like that we'll be we're usually at all of the multicultural affairs events what the next semester podcast will look like uh, that's really just gonna depend up to y'all if y'all like the 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 concepts that we come with to uh to cup talk we can continue with that we eventually want to get more hosts on so we want to get some like representation from like the NPHC board the ugc board things like that we want to get the those minority groups a chance to shine and talk about their org and challenges and stuff they face at baylor if uh y'all want to hear something else please let us know this podcast really is for y'all it's we have fun filming it and things like that but we really want to produce a product that y'all want to listen to and hear like talk about stories and things that y'all care about that y'all feel like need to be highlighted that's really what the focus of this podcast is and that's definitely something we want to continue moving forward on whether that be interviewing hosts or you just want to talk and tell stories or just have someone where y'all can hear and vent to and relax to during study hours things like that yeah for sure um we all know leslie has a lot of stories so far even though it's only been a couple months in so totally <laughs> let us know if there's anything specific you want to hear yes i have a interesting stories good and bad um it has definitely been an experience for me here at baylor so far it's been a mostly good one i will say so yes okay and with that being said we thank you for listening to the first episode of cub talk everyone uh please reach out to us if you feel called to be on this podcast we'll have our uh, we'll post this on our Instagram, so this will, you'll obviously you'll see if you're following Instagram. If you're not, it's Baylor M A underscore Cub Talk, and reach out to us there, or you can feel free to email Miss Priscilla Priscilla underscore Serato at Baylor Edu to and just mention that you want to be a guest on po- uh, Cub Talk, and we'll get you on the list. Uh, you can also feel free to reach out to me Matthew underscore Via Gomez one at Baylor Edu and Leslie and Elizabeth. I'm gonna let them say their emails because I do not know them. Uh, so Elizabeth yeah. underscore saw SEO one at Baylor.edu. Leslie underscore Vaughn one at Baylor.edu. And if you don't feel like doing either one of those things, you can always just walk into the Multicultural Affairs Office and let them know that you're interested in being in Cub Talk. They should know what you're talking about. No, I'm not sure. They will know what you're talking about. Um, just leave a message there for Miss Priscilla or one of us, and we'll get to you. We'll contact you as soon as we get that message. Yes, and please stop by the Multicultural Affairs Office if you're walking by in the sub. Um, there's literally always free candy and just somebody always wanting to just chill and really comfy couches. Yes, big emphasis on that. They're they're the main reasons that we're able to do this co- this podcast and things of this sort. Thank you all for listening. I hope you tune back next week. We should have a host on here for you from one of the panels that we've planned out. So I hope that y'all are excited for next week's episode of Cub Talk. Woohoo!